Why do we have many sikhs from the Rebbe, but very few from previous Rebbeim? There's two reasons. The first is that they fabrained less. The Rebbeim fabrained much less than the Rebbe fabrained. What the Rebbe did is so overwhelmingly extraordinary that it's, it's really, really, it's staggering to the mind. It's completely mind-blowing what the Rebbe did over the course of his Nesiyas. The earlier Rebbeim said, my mother. And that is what people came to Lubavitch for, a maimir. A maimir is an hour, now in 15 minutes. Once a week, possibly twice a week, not always every week. And that's what you had from the Rebbe was a maimir. And that's what your passion was. You spent your days and nights learning a maimir. It was a normal thing for chassidim to memorize my bottom of the Rebbe. The Rebbe said a maimir also. And in addition to the maimir, he did so many other things. There were sikhs of all different types. That the Rebbe said there was an incredible volume of Torah that the other Rebbeim did not engage in. There are many reasons why this is the way it is, but that's the fact. The earlier Rebbeim fabrengs much less. Um, the earlier Rebbeim's fabrengs were frequently private affairs. They were familial affairs. They were not public. There were really only three days a year that the Rebbeim fabrengs in public. One was Simchas Tere, one was Yutas Kislev, and one was Purim. And then, of course, by the Friedrich Rebbe, you'd base Thomas. Um, and the Rebbeim, every Shabbos meal was a Fabrengen in theory. They said Torah, they said stories, they brought out Yavoid and Hero, but there was simply less Kamos. The Rebbe Fabrengen, extraordinarily, in terms of the volume of the Fabrengens. The other factor is that the tradition was that the Rebbe, they didn't write the Fabrengens down, they didn't write the Sikhs down. It's hard to understand why Hasidim did not record the Sikhs, because it really doesn't make sense. The Rebbe speaks, you record it. I suppose they felt like it was Teresh Abalped, they would recall it, they would remember it in their memory. There's a story which is brought from Harav Zevin in Sipuri Hasidim about the Volfer, who was a Talmud of the Magid, criticizing one of the greatest Talmudim of the Alter Rebbe, Rabbi Achmar He says, You and the Rebbe and the Teda are three different things. So you need a ksav, it has to all be written down. By us, we and the Rebbe and the Tere were one. Nothing was written down, it was all in our memory, and that was it. Chassidim didn't write the Fabreng edition down. The previous Rebbe had tradition, Balpeh, of Fabreng edition from various Rebbeim on various occasions, which he repeated on occasion. But considered to how much they actually published a volume of Sikhas and the and Sikhas and the Rebbe Marash, and Sikhas and the which are called from the Sikhas of the previous Rebbe who's quoting them. But those are two different factors. Factor number one is the earlier Rabbeim said fewer Fabrengans, and factor number two, the idea of recording it was not a priority. The beginning of the serious recording of Sikhas starts with the Friyadik Rebbe's writing of his father's own Sikhas. The Tehidah Shalom, which is a volume of Sikhs of the Rebbe Rashab, is by and large the Rebbe Rashab, the, the Friedrich Rebbe used to sit down and write down the Fabrengans of his father with his extraordinary memory and just write it down. There are Hanochas Madachsidim, which tend to be much shorter, but he created the precedent, the Friedrich Rebbe did, the Rebbe Fabrengans, he write it down. If it's a Maimir or a Sikh, it makes no difference. The Friedrich Rebbe began to record his father's Sikhs. And when the previous Rebbe became Rebbe, I guess Chsidim had sort of become sensitive to the idea that when the Rebbe speaks, you should record the Sikhs, not only the Maimorim. So for the previous Rebbe, there are Sikhs. I don't know how many volumes it is at this point, but it is a number of volumes. It's, I don't know, 10 volumes of Sikhs, and they have more to print still. It's much less, because the Rebbe spoke less. The Fabrengans were shorter. Um, 
and uh, they were not as scholarly. But by the previous Rebbe, Sichas were recorded. When the Rebbe became Rebbe, and this is how I was explained by my Mashpiyim, the Rebbe was spoken to the generation after the Holocaust. And the Rebbe could not give enough. He could not give enough. It, it's, it's unheard of that a God will be Yisrael should give of himself so much like the Rebbe did. You have to remember, the Rebbe literally thought about every Jew on the planet, every day. He thought about every Jew on the planet. If there was a kibbutz of four families on an island of Madagascar, or in the Philippines, or in Formosa, in Taiwan, or someplace in Japan, it was the Rebbe's business to get somebody to them, to get them to eat matzah. And of course, the communities that were larger, the Rebbe was more involved with. The Rebbe's philosophy always was that there was a place in the world, like for example, Yerushalayim, where there were plenty of from a Yidin. He didn't concern himself with that. The Rebbe was concerned with Jews all over the world. It was a full-time job. The Rebbe thought every day about every Jew in the world. And every opportunity he got to send somebody to a place that was fortuitous. In other words, he came across a human being, you know, the stories of a professor who was going on a sabbatical. And the Rebbe would, in effect, take his sabbatical and turn it into fotosayadus. The Rebbe did it again and again and again, reaching every Jew in the world, which is an incredibly time-consuming thing, also very emotionally engaged. The Rebbe was so involved. And when the Rebbe thought about a Jew who was and and there was nothing in the world more important than this. He was so singularly involved and he would spend whatever time and energy and money needed to help that person. In addition to that, the Rebbe had to shepherd a generation of broken Jews who came from the war the Rebbe sat for 25 years in Yechidus, three nights a week till 8, 9 in the morning, uh, talking to people, help, counseling people, helping people. I heard from a good source that the Fiedek Rebbe's wife, the Rebbe's Nechamadina, said, I was a daughter-in-law by the Rebbe Rashab. I was the wife by the Fiedek Rebbe. They all had Yechidus. No one sat late in the morning. They sat for two hours. They sat for three hours, eight hours, ten hours, twelve hours of Yechidus, twice a week. She, she complained to Chesidim that the Rebbe is throwing his health away and that they have to stop him. They're not allowed to allow him to do this. But the Rebbe was the kind of Rebbe that you couldn't say a word to. If you would even suggest to the Rebbe that he should do something other than what he thought, the Rebbe would ask you if you wanted the job. <laughs> There's actually a tape where you can hear the Rebbe saying to somebody, you want the job, otherwise sit down and be quiet, let me do the job. So that's another effect. And then there's the Torah. The Rebbe gave and gave and gave and gave and gave. And the Torah that the Rebbe gave us is not only incredibly voluminous, it's incredibly rich, it's incredibly original, and it's incredibly relevant. The Rebbe is the master of Torah, Lashon In other words, he expounded on every area of Torah, in Nigle, and in Alocha, and in Kabbalah, and in Hasidis, and in Drush, and in Musib. And in everything, he brought out the deep scholarly dimension that immediately translated it into a practical living thing. The Rebbe gave and gives with a kamus, which is beyond imagining how much the Rebbe gave. And people don't realize that when they finish printing all the Rebbe's Sichas, and they finish printing all the Rebbe's Igris Kedish, they're going to first begin to search all the Rebbe's Yechidus. There are thousands of manuscripts of private Yechidus that people had with the Rebbe all over the world that people don't even know about, that are very precious and full of substantive Taira and Musa and Tairum and, and, and uh, um, 
that is waiting for the world to, to be nourished by. It's extraordinary. It's, it's completely extraordinary. And the only way to explain why the Rebbe was so different than the Rebbe before is because the Rebbe saw himself literally as the Rebbe of the whole Klal Yisrael. It was after the Holocaust. And the Rebbe just couldn't give enough, just couldn't give enough to nourish our generation. Mm-hmm.